1: Who is to lead God's church? How do we know? What are the qualifications? These questions we're seeking to answer next on Truth for Today with Pastor Phil Howard. And again, welcome to today's broadcast of Truth for Today. Pastor Phil Howard, our pastor. Here at Valley Bible Church in Hercules, takes us back to our series called Why Church? We're looking at the question, who is to lead God's church? That question obviously lays out for us several other questions that need to be answered as well, like how do we know who is to lead God's church? What are their qualifications? How do we determine who leaders are supposed to be? These are questions we're hoping to answer from God's Word. Join us. Here's Pastor Phil Howard with today's broadcast of Truth For Today.
2: You know, I can't imagine an overseer of the church boxing his children around at the grocery store. Or that the children come to dinner when he says, idiot, come to dinner, dummy. You you just can't imagine demeaning a child like that. Or out of control. That you, you never correct your children unless you're mad. That's why child discipline has such a bad name. It usually infers the parent is angry. Box. Duh. Duh. Uh-uh. That's not a biblical approach. Biblical approach is you teach, you train. That you don't get angry. And that this man, you watch the home life of a leader... To see how they would handle people in the church. The way they handle their children. Is the way they're going to handle you. And uh, now here's something I grew up on. Proverbs 22.6. Train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old they will not depart from it. Did anyone ever grow up on that? So if your kids didn't turn out right. You didn't raise them right. Right? Don't feel bad. Oh yeah you're meant to feel bad. Because the idea was. They're not bad by nature. They're bad as a result of your nurture. You didn't raise them right. The Bible said God had pity on the mother. Who gave birth to a fool. That's called nature. They were a fool from the womb. Home had nothing to do with it. Cain turned out the way he did. Not because of his home life. But he was born a rebel. But we beat up parents bad. Bad because we always kept them guilty you obviously don't know how to raise children and I've had enough of that said to me it's something when you raise your own kids in a church and go through their struggles but he says how do they manage it my brother David one day came to the office he'd been hearing Dave Jeremiah expound this verse and Jeremiah gave the uh, interpretation which I think is sound that The issue is something well-managed is not something without problems. But the way you handle the problem, we hire managers, not because everything's going smooth, but because we need a troubleshooter to resolve conflict, to resolve issues. So in this home, this leader may not have a problem-free home, may not have a home without issues to deal with. Watch How they deal with them. You'll probably learn more about their style. And their motive. The way they handle their children. Would be their finest or their worst hour. See. What do you do with a troubled child? Ah. Let's watch. You know, a compliant child, an easy child, all like that. Oh, we always say, oh, they know what they're doing. Have any of you, have any of you mothers ever given birth to more, more than one child? And you said, where in the world did the second one come from? Because <laughs> they're not dittos. Some would drive you up the wall and you hope nobody meets them. Not until they're 40. And the other is just so compliant. So just, that's just, and, and, and then you would say, well, you see, I'm headed to be a pastor. Here's this kid. Meet them. And you've raised them on Benadryl and volume. And, and everybody thinks they're just well being. No, what, what about a, a, a hard child? Well, they don't know what they're doing. No, you've never had any children. You don't know what you're talking about. They don't all act the same my dad had good kids and he about half killed the older ones I feared and trembled so I was a sweet compliant child because I'd seen the others get it and I thank God spared my life many of them whipping but I think this is an area we have sought down many. You would be amazed at how many pastors have left the pastorate and younger men in seminary don't want to go into it because they're afraid what if I raise kids and they give fits Will I lose my job. How many of you will lose your job if your boy is mean? How many even care what your kids act like? And all of a sudden we got a guy who says, hey, you can't take care of a little flock of people unless your own home can be examined. Because the way you manage, will show sure whether you can care for the church of God. We ought to be praying for the, the mats and the, the mannies and the younger men and women in this church raising their kids. We don't need your criticism. We need your intercession. They need to be encouraged. Stay with it. Stay with it. Only God can save your children. Only God can change them. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah. You' real weak about that. It's true. And don't be beating up people having trouble children. And don't beat up pastors that have a troubled church. As with the pastor this morning. I've lived through hell in this church. It's a wonder he's still standing. But he is. Now that means he's a bad pastor. No, no, no. He's got some bad folks in the church making him miserable. I want you to through this through. Because some of you have never led anything. You can't even lead a pup. Try to lead a person. Leadership is influencing people to go a direction. And everybody has an opinion why they don't want to go that way. Who gets them there? Who gets the sheep to a destination? God appointed leaders through thick and thin. Well, he goes on. This is too convicting. Uh, he must not be a recent convert, or he may become puffed up with conceit and fall into the condemnation of the devil. That's scary. He must be well thought of by bill collectors. I mean, outsiders. That's a big one. So that he may not fall into disgrace, into a snare of the devil. Uh, Anyone that emerges in the church must be respected in the community. At least that they're honest. That uh, they're not known for being uh, misbehaving towards women, handling of money. Influence. They're just, you could recommend them. Well, he says this with Titus it's a list of 21 characteristics. Gene Getz says it's the measure of maturity that every man in the church, this is the measurement of your maturity. If you're not going in this direction and becoming this kind of man, you're immature. It's character. It's the first thing we must look at. Second thing is what competence must he have? What skills does he need to have? Well, uh, let me just listen for, for the sake of time. I'll just give them. He must be able to teach, it said of the elder. He must be an able teacher. He has to know the word of God to teach it. He must know it good enough. He can debate and refute false teaching. So he must know the word. This is uh that's the impact. The sheep need the word. Uh the flock needs to be protected. According to 1 Timothy 5:17, they must manage well the church, management. And then they must preach the word. Can you proclaim the word uh, with authority? Uh so Are you able to teach it? Do you know this? This is the authority Christ has given over his church. Those who teach the word. Say, I have no authority over this congregation unless you're willing to submit to the word. See, if you submit to the word, you know God appoints men to teach the word, tell you what it says. Otherwise, I have no authority over anyone. I'm just a brother, just a sheep, just like you. But when the word's proclaim, that's the authority. Uh, Along with competence, I think you would put it more with character. Paul says, and Hebrews says, he must be a man worth following. Obey your leaders, he says. Imitate their faith. Hebrews 13, 7. Imitate their faith. First Corinthians eleven one, follow me as I follow Christ. First Peter five two. They must prove to be examples to the flock, not lords over the flock. Examples of prayer, example of purity, example of sweet reasonableness. Examples. It is weighty, weighty, weighty. Maybe an example for how to treat a wife, raise children, how to control their temper. Oh, my, my, my. That's enough. That's enough to bury me. How would you like to be an example to 800 adults? And they all got their standard. Believe me. You better. You better. I'm just trying to please Jesus. I'll be a slave to you. I can't march to that. It's too high. Jesus, I want... This is the standard. Because someone says, I like this. I don't like that. So what? We all have got likes and dislikes. right? Right? Does that mean they are breathed out in the infallible Word of God? Some of you like vanilla. I like chocolate. Well, who's more spiritual? And so in a church, if the authority of the Word... And the authority of Christ is not our marching orders. We will get ourselves in trouble. We'll split over a thousand other issues. You've got to cling to that. So our competence has to be. Do we have leaders that are competent to teach the word. Defend the faith. And provide a godly. Not an infallible. But a godly model to the church. I... Would like to just say finally, we have to have men who care for the church. Uh, look at Ezekiel. Uh, I was just haunted as I read this this morning. God said in Ezekiel 34 The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth with none to search or seek for them. Then he says, therefore you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, declares the Lord, God shall surely, surely because my sheep have become a prey, my sheep have become food for all the wild beasts. Since there was no shepherd. And because my shepherds have not searched for my sheep. But the shepherds have fed themselves. And have not fed sheep. Therefore you shepherds hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God. Behold I am against the shepherds. And I will require my sheep at their hand. And put a stop to their feeding the sheep. And he goes on in verse 11. I'm going to send a shepherd. That will seek them out. I'm going to send a shepherd that will feed them, will lay down his life for them. He prophesies of a coming Messiah's shepherd. That will well, you false teachers of Israel, you have neglected Israel, but the two shepherds coming. And he says, I will lay down my life for my sheep. I am not a hireling. I will not flee when the wolf comes. I will protect them. I thank of Peter in his failing and fumbling. Jesus says to him in John 21 I want to ask you Peter, you utter failure up to now do you love me? Why sure I do Lord. If you love me the chief shepherd the good shepherd take care of my sheep take care of my lambs. I know a lot of men they don't mind attending Valley but they don't know if they'd ever want to serve the only thing would that ever make you want to your service will be no greater than your love for Jesus he's the only one that can talk you into it because there will be disappointments, there will be discouragements, there will be misunderstandings who cares for Jesus church and when he comes he said in 1 Peter 5 he told the elders take care of the flock and when the chief shepherd shall return, he will give you a crown for taking care of his people. I often think of it, it's like checking up on a babysitter. We had aunts, uncles, brothers, and sisters. We were blessed to have built-in babysitters. But I've seen those young couples without family surrounding them. It's a hunt to find babysitters. And you've got to pay them today. And all your parents, you young parents know. But you know, the big issue is who can I trust my kids to? Can you imagine Jesus getting ready to go back to heaven? And he prays for his little flock. Maybe 120 that make it to the upper room. And he said, who's going to take care of my church while I'm gone? Who wants to? As a whole, first century church, little pay... Lots of martyrs. We're fighting the Roman Empire. We don't have a chance in a thousand. Who? Who would aspire to take care of my church? Who should lead God's church? Men of character, women who serve in other places all over this campus. Women lead too, you know. They lead different ministries. I've talked to you about elders, but the women, we wouldn't have had. Wednesday night all that without some godly sisters like an Andrea and Sandy we wouldn't have our women's Bible studies without a Pam and a Susie other women teach studies I just uh, say we need leaders we always will who will say here am I Uh, you got to be a person Jesus is Produce character in. And you got to be someone that. Jesus interviews you. Do you love me enough. That if I ask you to take care of a little band of believers. Could you do it. Would you do it for me. But remember sheep get dirty. Sheep are stubborn. They're blind. Uh, They're prone to stray. Uh, They're. They they are strained, they're uh, predatory. they they're food for the predators. I mean, they're uh, they're, they're helpless. Uh, they'll wear you out. They're, they just seem like their needs are unending. And uh, is it worth even putting up with them? And he says, uh, I will burden men, and I will give them to my church. Somebody's got to take care of my wayward, stumbling, sick, discouraged, distressed, and at times feel helpless people. And I'm going to give my church such men that I have burdened to take care of them. I never aspired to be a pastor. I wanted to be a college teacher. That's where Fran knew me. I'd rather teach college kids. That's what I wanted to do the rest of my life. I wanted to get a master's degree because I wanted to go back and teach college. I didn't want to start a church. I'm here because he wanted me here. I just want to teach college kids. Give me a young mind at 18 that they're paying tuition and I get to give them an A or an F and I get to work the daylights out of them to change their thinking. That is a treat. That is a treat. I loved it. Couldn't get enough. But God said Go back where you were raised. And I knew of no Bible teaching ministries. Teach the Bible books. Teach the Bible books. That's all I wanted to do. I just want to teach. I don't want to be a pastor. I'm here by divine commission. And I'll leave by divine commission. I love. I love his word. I love the shepherd. And if he wants me to be your pastor. I've tried. I will face him someday, and he will evaluate me on what I did. Did you love him like I told you to? It will be an awesome day just for him and I. Amen. Him and I. Our Father, none of us will go without the day of talking to Jesus face-to-face. And he's going to ask each one of us. Did you do what I appointed you to do? No matter what that gifting is. No matter what that assignment was. I don't care if it's a deacon. A Sunday school teacher. A helper. Uh, this or that. It doesn't matter. We each will have that moment. Before Jesus himself. The judge. Who will look through all of our motives. All of our excuses. All of our history. And said, did you, uh, did you help me take care of my church? Did you help me? I gifted you. I called you. I want you. I needed you to do this. Tell me what you did with the talent I gave you. Oh, Lord Jesus. I think it's soon that we'll be seeing you face to face. I am praying that you'll protect this nation. As leaders will be voted in on Tuesday. Uh, Protect us from crooks. Protect us from those that will steal public money. That will corrupt justice. That will sow discord. uh, That will keep dividing us. Give us wise, wise people. People of some character. That would love the nation more than their ego and that would serve uh, it is a painful assignment to be in public office I pray protect these candidates protect them from some madman that would shoot uh, them anybody that would hurt them may the right propositions go in and the wrong ones be voted down I just pray give us divine let us know you're protecting us because uh, sometimes in this state uh, we feel like Uh, can we change anything all the liberal policies and when it comes to life and death and child's right to live sometimes I feel helpless as a voter Uh, but we do have a Lord we do have a just God a holy God a sovereign God that you will set up and take down men and women as it pleases you so you are my comfort you are my hope that you will are sovereignly in charge. Guide us, keep us, O Lord. Help us to go for the perishing in our neighborhood and not ignore them. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. And this is Truth
1: For Today, the radio ministry of Valley Bible Church here in Hercules, and our teacher and pastor, Pastor Phil Howard. Our phone number is 855-833-9864. If you would rather write to us, here's our address, 1511 M Sycamore Avenue, Suite 278. We're here in Hercules, the zip code 94547. So again, you can reach us by phone, by mail. Or better yet, stop by our website and drop us an email. Let us know you paid us a visit. You can find us at truthfortodayradio.org. That's truthfortodayradio.org. And then if you would like to join us here at Valley Bible Church for worship, Sunday services are at 9 and 11, and directions can be found at our website, truthfortodayradio.org, or by calling 855 833